Buckle up. You are about to enter the Draws Cast podcast. Your host, author, and motivational speaker, Jeff Drozowski, will transport you through the world of motivation and leadership, always keeping an eye on having some fun, too. Sometimes with a guest, other times just Jeff. Either way, you will leave better equipped to succeed than when you came in. Here he is, the Draws, Jeff Drozowski. Thank you, and hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great world of ours. I am the aforementioned speaker, author, trainer, coach, video blogger, and podcaster, Jeff Drozdowski, and welcome back inside the Drozcast studios to the Drozcast podcast, speaking of motivation and leadership. This is episode two, Have a Plan. While this is episode two, this is first in a six-part series on my six steps of my keynote, Finding the Mountain Climber in You. It is my main keynote that I do for companies and organizations throughout the country. But before we get into that first step, a couple of things. How and why I got stuck on this idea of climbing mountains. First and foremost, I have traveled extensively. I may have mentioned this. I've traveled extensively within the 50 states here in the U.S. And I've traveled outside the U.S. a little bit, but primarily it's been inside the U.S. So as I've traveled, especially to states where mountains are a little bit more prevalent, I have been able to climb some of those mountains there. So I've been to Utah and Arizona, California, Hawaii, Alaska, uh, South Dakota, in New Hampshire are places where I've climbed. And I first got stuck on this idea of climbing as I was coming back from a business trip. And I was taking the rental car shuttle from the terminal to where my car was parked. And I sat next to a lady that had a ton of equipment and she looked like she had been through something very physically strenuous. So being the social person that I am, I said, hello. I said, you look like you've been on quite a journey. And she said, yes, I just got back from Africa. And I thought to myself, wow, maybe a safari or something like that. So I said, hey, did you go on a safari? What were you doing there? And she said, I climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. Mount Kilimanjaro being the second tallest mountain on the planet at right around 20,000 feet. So as soon as she said she climbed and it was Mount Kilimanjaro, clap of thunder, bolt of lightning, bam, I knew what my journey was going to be. Unfortunately, it costs a ton of money in order to go to Africa to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. So I haven't done it yet. But what I've done is it gave me that juice. It gave me that passion. It gave me that fire to start climbing mountains, to start experiencing it. And and I did. And that's when I started climbing these mountains. And when, especially once you get up to the summit, but periodically during your climb, you take a look out and you see these amazing views and the pureness that you feel up above all the things that go on down on the sea level, so to speak, of humanity and all the things that we deal with. When you get up into the mountains, a lot of that stuff goes away and you just feel the purity of nature and it allows you to think clearly. And it really is an amazing place up on top of a mountain. So as I've gone through my journey of climbing mountains, hopefully in preparation of climbing Mount Kilimanjaro, I've climbed Angel's Landing in Utah. I've climbed Harney Peak in South Dakota, in 
Alaska, Flat Top Mountain, in New Hampshire, Mount Washington. Again, all between 3,500 and 8,000 feet. Not the most difficult climbs in the world, but climbs nonetheless. And climbing has taught me several things. One is not all mountains are the same. And just because one is taller than the other doesn't mean that that smaller climb is going to be less difficult. Harney Peak in South Dakota was an easy climb relative to, say, my climb of 3,500 foot flat top mountain. Because the peak for flat top or the, the last thousand feet that you ascend to the top of the mountain. Wow. Intense. Intense left me using every muscle in my body and being sore for three days afterwards. But most mountain climbs teach you a life lesson about reaching your goals and the steps that you need in order to meet those goals and dreams. Your idea starts with the dream, but you need to put short and long-term goals in place in order to reach that dream. So that's where my idea of this keynote came to be, is putting those steps in how to deal with them in order to reach your summit, whatever your goal would be. So buckle up, folks. We are about to embark on step one in my keynote, finding the mountain climber in you. So in the world of climbing, preparation or having a plan is essential. The more aggressive of your climb, the more equipment that you're going to need. So as an example, if I am just, we'll say, climbing Harney Peak, that probably took two, maybe three hours to the top, and maybe a little less time to come down. So a total of six hours. So you needed certain items in order to do that. First of all, you need to have the right footing, the right shoes. It was an easy climb. I just used tennis shoes. But you want to make sure you have some food and uh, some water. And it's a very popular climb. So there are people up and up and down the mountain there at all times. So it's not a particularly dangerous climb. So you, you need to have those items. Now, if you're going to make a more aggressive climb, let's say you want to climb Pikes Peak in Colorado, then you need more items. You'd probably want to have different kinds of clothing because you're going to get colder as you get up there. You want to have proper lighting, flashlights, uh, for dark areas, tunnels, first aid, fire, nutrition, hydration, and shelter. Because probably if you're climbing pikes, you're going to be, it's going to be a multi-day climb. So you need to have shelter as well. We romanticize about sleeping under the stars, but you, you want to have something around you in order to be safe. So you need to have those things. And that doesn't even include items like a watch, a two-way radio, a cell phone, a camera and items like that so you know where you're going and you can call in case of an emergency if there's a cell signal as you get up into the higher climbs. And folks, I mentioned all those wonderful things, but one thing that I didn't mention and probably the biggest thing is to have a form of knowing where you're going. It would be great to have a GPS, but GPS doesn't always work again as you get up into altitude. So you want to make sure that you have a compass and probably most important, and if I emphasize anything in this episode, it would be to make sure that you have a map. Yes, something as simple as a map. Now, you just don't take that map and bring it to the base of the mountain or into the parking lot the day that you're going to climb, open it up, take a look at it, and say, oh, okay, so this is what I'm going to be doing, or, oh, I didn't know that was going to be happening. You need to take that map, and you need to prepare the day before. Now, I'm telling you about preparing, but I have made that mistake where I wasn't prepared going up to a mount. So when I climbed Flat Top in Alaska, I knew that I wanted to climb Flat Top Mountain, 
and I saw that it was only 3,500 feet. So I figured, ah, no big deal, right? I didn't have a map, I didn't plan out my climb, and there are many different ways to get up that mountain, and a lot of them don't include a trail. So you kind of go off on your own a little bit too. So I learned the reality of mapping out your climb before you even get to it. So having that map, having a plan, having an idea about what you want to accomplish before you start going down that road is extremely important. In the business world, people who want to borrow you money or to give you money to start a business, a bank, a savings and loan, something along those lines, they want you to have a business plan. They're just not going to say, hey, here's $100,000 because you walk in and say, hey, I want to start an ice cream shop. So uh, here's $100,000. They they want to know that you have a plan in place. When you climb a mountain, you want to have a plan in place. If you want to start a new career, you need to have a plan in place. Some of those things may include further education if you want to start a new career. But you got to figure those things out ahead of time. Now, as a younger person, I flew by the seat of my pants a lot. I get the idea of just kind of rolling in and thinking that it's going to work out for you. But as I've gotten experienced in life, I do understand the importance of having a plan. And that is what you need to do if you're going to climb your mountain to success. So again, what is that mountain that you're climbing in your life? Is it a career move? Is it improving the career that you're currently in? Maybe it's raising a family. Or maybe it's something a little bit easier for some of us anyway, like saving to go on a vacation. I know saving money for some of us is very difficult. If we've got it in our hands, we want to spend it, but that's not the case. But that's an easier goal than it is to uh, do some of those things that I had mentioned earlier in regards to career or raising a family. So studies indicate that the most effective way to hold yourself accountable to reaching your dreams and goals is to write them down and create a short and long-term realistic plan in order to reach those goals and dreams. You hold yourself accountable more often when you write those things down. Writing or the written way of communicating is the most effective way to communicate not just with other people, but with yourself as well. We think all the time. We think about dreams. We think about wants. We think about goals. A lot of times they go out of our brain as fast as they come in. If you want to accomplish something, the first thing you want to do is write it down and then you'll be able to hold yourself accountable. More likely you'll be able to hold yourself more accountable. Studies also indicate that if you can't hold yourself accountable but still want to reach those goals and dreams, then you need to find someone that will help hold you accountable. These days, the idea of a life coach or an executive coach is popular because those people have an impartial view of you and they can help you develop a more concrete plan in order to reach your goals and dreams. Not only that, they will also hold you more accountable than maybe you can hold yourself accountable. Many people, as I've traveled across the country and I've brought up this idea, I say, you know, I'm a life coach, executive coach, along with the other things that I do. And they say, oh yeah, I, I have a coach. But there are a lot of people out there that are trying this idea of having a coach or an impartial view of what they're trying to do. So if you can't do it yourself, find somebody that can help you. Now, 
I can help you since I'm a certified life and executive coach. Uh, but many times people want to have somebody that they can talk to face to face. So if you're not, you know, within a 50 to 75 mile radius of where I am here near Ann Arbor, Michigan, you may want to have somebody that's closer to you. In my opinion, you know, with technology the way that it is these days, the miles should make a difference. Uh, I can help you. And you know what? If I can't help you because you want somebody closer, I can help you get in contact with somebody who can coach you that you can deal with face-to-face. -face. I'll mention my email address here in just a moment in case you want to email me about that. So you have a homework assignment as you will at the end of every episode. In school, it's a homework assignment. In the professional world, we'll call it a call to action. Here is your assignment on a piece of paper or on your computer, write down the topic of what your goal is going to be, whatever it is. Determine what your time frame is to reach that goal. After you do that, then write down some realistic ways that you can reach that goal or some realistic, realistic criteria that you need in order to reach that goal. Write all those down. You can begin to take action on those if you want. You can give me a call and we can talk about coaching, like I said, or just bring them with you to the next episode. And we'll build on that idea as we move on through these six steps into finding the mountain climber in you. So I look forward to hearing from you if you wish. If you'd like to email me, again, that email address is jeff at drawstalks.com, J-E-F-F at D-R-O-Z-T-A-L-K-S.com, jeff at drawstalks.com. The nice lady's going to tell you more about me here in just a minute. Folks, this is you succeeding. Keep it up. Kyla, close it out for me, please. And we'll see you on the next Drawscast podcast. Thank you for being part of the Drawscast. Check out Jeff's website, DrawsTalks.com, to find out more about booking Jeff for your next event. Also at DrawsTalks.com, you can purchase Jeff's book, Inspired, How Our Differences Are Changing the Workplace, or inquire about Jeff's training programs and personal or executive coaching. All of Jeff's video blogs can be seen on his YouTube channel, Jeff Drazowski. Thank you, and bye for now.